So vows should be, you know, your own words and, and your feelings, your emotions, your own emotions are coming out because you're going into the deepest part of your soul to speak to your future spouse. Hello, love buddies. Welcome back to another episode of The Wedded Podcast with your hosts, Jen and Steve Van Elk. We're a semi-professional look at wedding planning and marriage. Basically, we're going to help you get together and hopefully stay together. All right. Well, when we were talking about staying together, what are some things that are really important right before you say your I do's? Uh, promises you make to each other. Yeah, yeah. So we have someone, we have a guest today who is actually going to help our couples with making their best decisions on their vows. Uh, so we're excited today to have uh, Tanya Pushkin with Vow Whisper. Thank you so much for being on today, Tanya. It's a pleasure. Really wonderful to, to be on. Vow coaching is such an interesting and unique career, Tanya. How did you get started doing that? It's interesting because I I come from a, a big, high-profile corporate career in the luxury world. But I have been doing this as a side, as a gift, really, to all of my friends who got married for the last 10 years. So probably, I've done probably 50... 50 couples before I launched this seriously into a a full-time business. And it's really going back to my roots because I'm, I'm a Juilliard trained Shakespearean actress actually. And I had a great career 10 year run. And then I completely shifted gears and worked my way up the corporate ladder. And it was only at my recent second marriage this past April where after after the ceremony um, and for weeks following, the, the reactions from the guests, as well as a few journalists who were there covering our wedding, the reactions were so incredible. And people said, Tanya, you need to do something with this. Your vows were the most beautiful. You know, you were, both you and your husband's vows were mind-blowing. And I... I took all this in and I thought, okay, maybe it's really time now. It's time to, to launch this fully, you know, fully into it and give everything else up. So it's a fairly new business. Uh, I launched five months ago and it's really taken off. It's, you know, and, and the thing is I, I referenced my acting career because I'm using my acting skills in coaching people. And so it's it's like a full circle and it feels like just the right thing for me to be doing. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. It just sounds like what you said, you are just absolutely made for this. Um, yeah, how, exactly. <laughs> how wonderful. Um, and now we've seen so many um, people um, writing their vows the day of their wedding, mm-hmm. um, trying to, you know, they're, they're wanting, they're not really knowing what to do. So I'm just curious on your opinion on, um, why it's important for couples to seek professionals and, and maybe when they should, and the, the benefits of having a vow coach. So yeah, people do do it the night before. It's not re- <laughs> definitely not recommended. Ideally, 
I mean, I have some couples now who it's almost too early. It's like a year out. But if they really want to spend all this time, you know, working, you know, all thinking through for a year, okay. But ideally, I would say eight weeks before. And the benefits really are is that people don't know where to start. They have no idea, which is one of the reasons they choose not to is just so overwhelming. And having me there means that I'm holding their hands the entire way. And it's, it's very collaborative. There's no stress involved when in the middle of all the other wedding stresses, which can be really overwhelming for a couple. So I, I basically take the stress out of writing your vows and then delivering your vows. And the benefits are they're, they're there's so many actually it's working with me. And by the way, I work individually with a couple. We, we will talk or meet if, if they're in the New York Metro area, otherwise I work remotely on FaceTime mm -hmm. or Skype or whatever works best. So I work all over the world actually, and in different languages. Um, so the first meeting we set up, the vibe, the length, the tone of voice. And I get to know them a little bit in that first conversation. You know, if he is like super serious and she is just this giddy, silly, you know, funny person, I need to, I need to strike the middle point here and create a balance so that mm -hmm. She is not hysterically funny for her, you know, five minutes and he is deadpan <laughs> serious. So it's my job to kind of figure out who they are and what the vibe is. And, you know, do they, we, we talk about, do they want this to be, you know, really poignant? Do they want everybody to cry? Do they want to, you know, so we figure this out. And then from that point on, I never talk to them again, um, as a couple and we work separately and each one is very different. One may need a lot more help than the other. It depends. And one might be um, easier putting sentences and words together and thoughts and feelings. And the other may be really, really stuck. So it's very customized. I work with them individually based on their needs. And then the, the second part of it, and I actually do want to talk about the process, but the second part is the delivering of the vows, which I actually believe is almost more important than what you say. And, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's how you say it. And I think couples are, first of all, one of the reasons they don't want to write their vows is because they're terrified of speaking in public. And I take all of that away because by the time they're done working with me, which actually in the total sum of time is, is not a lot. It's actually very little. But in the in that little bit of time, I get them to work through their, their nerves to learn not to mumble, but to enunciate their words, to project their voice, to stand there with the right body language and not the fidgety gestures. People do some crazy things when they're presenting, you know, mm -hmm. in, in public. They'll sway or they'll twirl their hair. Or So I, we work on all of this. And down to practicing where I'm standing in for the bride or the groom, and we are standing there. Um, and this can be done on FaceTime. You know, there's absolutely no difference. I mean, in person, of course, it, it's a little bit more real. Um, but 
I'd like to just talk through, and that's that's why one can sort of realize what the benefits are. So the first part of of doing these vows, which is really what gets people to understand that they don't they don't have to come up with this. It's my job to help them extract everything that they want to say. So it's a massive brain dump to begin with. I ask a ton of questions and then I get a lot more specific. So if she's saying, you know, one of the reasons she loves him so much is because he's generous. Well, I have to dig into how is he generous And then she'll think about, you know, different examples. Like he was so generous with his time when I was traveling on business and my parents were really sick and he brought them food every day. So we get very, very specific and they don't have to think of these things. I get it out of them and I will get the special experiences that the first time they met each other's parents, the first time they took a trip, um, some of the the really wonderful moments in their lives, and also something really important, the hurdles that they've overcome together, because it's important, it's it's relatable. They're up there telling a story, and it's okay to to talk about some of your flaws, because standing up there, the vows are not a Hallmark card. They used to be. You know, it used to be... Um, to have and to hold till death do us part. We're perfect. You know, I will always blah, blah, blah. And that, that's not what couples want to do anymore. They, they want to tell real stories. So I get it all out of them. Then we put structure to it and then I will edit. So basically the vows have to be in their own words. I'm not the writer. It has to come from their hearts but it's my job to get it all out of them. And it's a very collaborative experience where we write together and then I will edit. And if, if they're not comfortable doing any of this, I know I hold their hands the entire way. So that's the benefit really. I hope I've, I've kind of, yeah, I think I've laid it out what the benefits are. Absolutely. And I, uh, I think just listening to this as a, bride um a decade ago (laughs) i just think about the things that um we actually decided not to write our own vows to each other Mm. because i don't like to speak in public and it just Mm. i wanted to really be a part of it i really wanted to be able to look into his eyes and give him the vows and not think about what other people are hearing or saying or what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was the best for me at the time, but I think for, for me looking back that's something I really wish we could have done. Um, we started making a tradition that with our, um, anniversary, we, we kind of renew our vows in private where we talk about our mm. promises to each other. Um, and I, I know that uh, there are couples out there that wish they could just get over that fear mm-hmm. of public speaking. So what type of encouragement would you give someone who might be nervous about doing their own vows? Well, it's about practicing. And I think once you feel confident enough and familiar enough with the words you're going to say, then 
you become more confident. You become um, sure of yourself. And I, I discourage people from memorizing because that instills a lot more fear. It's what if I forget? Mm-hmm. And so my, my biggest encouragement is to practice, 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 and practice out loud because the day of, you're so familiar with your words because you've practiced out loud. And I've worked with you to make eye contact, to not just be glued to that piece of paper or the vow book, and to look up as often as you can. And it's really, it's the practice that will get you to that place where, wow, you are so proud. And yeah, of course, everybody's nervous. I, you know, I'm an actor. I was an actress. I still, of course, with my own vows, got nervous. It's normal. But you don't have to stand there shaking and not having any saliva in your mouth and thinking, (laughs) oh my God, how am I going to get this out? Because working with me, I will, I will just get to get you to that place. And if you're not working with me, I just encourage you to practice and practice and practice as much as possible. Mm -hmm. That's great advice. I think we can um, take that in for a lot of things in our life. Not even if we're in our stage of life where we're not doing our vows. I think there are some things that um, that's great advice for I think it would have been great for me too, just because like I'm more of a wing it on the day sort of yes. person, oh. uh, yeah. and that does not always work. <laughs> I think he would no. have done a wonderful job. He he has a way with words, so I think that if we ended up doing our vows, and he he just got up and spoke, he I think he would have still done a great job. Um, but <laughs> we would have definitely needed you <laughs> because he would have waited to the last minute. He would have been the one writing his vows the, the day of the wedding. <laughs> oh, that's Wait. generous, babe. I wouldn't have written them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk about winging it. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I do have couples who reach out maybe five days before I, I'm actually, this Saturday, um, I'm actually going to go to the wedding to rehearse with them before, but wow. they only they only called me on Monday. Oh wow! So talk about a rush job, but we're we're doing it. Uh, it's not ideal, it's definitely not recommended, but we we're pulling it off. Um, and I I will be at the wedding because if it's possible, couples do like to rehearse one last time with me, and um, usually. You know, before the ceremony, the the wedding planner, the florist, the photographer, everybody's way too busy. And I'm there individually with the bride and the groom, or if it's the bride and the bride or the groom and the groom or whatever combination it is, we very quietly uh, just go through their vows one last time. And if they are nervous, we'll breathe together and just, you know, get them super relaxed with the concerns that your couples have, what are, what are some of the most popular things that you hear from couples about the worries or stressors that they have for uh, presenting their vows? Well, again, I think it's, it's this fear of public speaking that, that really is the, that's the crux of it. Um, I think 
sometimes, sometimes the stressors, which I always de-stress them immediately with is what about if I'm sobbing throughout my vows? And, you know, what about if I forget? What about if I, I can't, I'm crying so much, I can't even read my words or, you know, things like that. And again, it's practicing and I don't discourage from people from being emotional. It's really okay. And I had a couple recently, she was just, she, she had to stop. She, she just got so emotional and I had coached her before. Like if this happens, cause you're kind of scared that it will just stop. Take the time. No one's rushing. This is your ceremony. It's your day. You're writing your own rules. If you need the time to stop for a minute, it's really okay. So, you know, I, anything that they're stressed out about, hopefully I will have worked through whatever that is. And if they're not working with me, just know that whatever happens that day, however your vows come out, it's going to be fine. It doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I love that because Jen, Jen and I, we, we're primarily wedding photographers, but we do some video too. And I find whenever we're doing a video, uh, when those emotions come up, when people start crying, like it makes the video resonate more and it makes mm-hmm. like, it, it makes it a lot easier for me when I'm going to edit. <laughs> Cause I know that, uh, these people, like there's real emotions behind like what they're, where they're talking about. And right. it kind of translates to the video as like, a they didn't just get up there and re- say something that had already, uh, somebody else wrote for them or whatever. Like these are their personal feelings and stuff. And mm-hmm. kind of helps me to capture more of like that emotion on the day. I'm sure. I'm sure. And I think, um, something that I do encourage because it is, the vows should be, you know, your own words and, and your feelings, your emotions. I think, um, I think there, there are people out there who will write vows for you, but if you've done it yourself, it's got, it's got a meaning there that, when you're standing up there, yeah, your, your, your own emotions are coming out because you're going into the deepest part of your soul to speak to your future spouse. And I, the emotion, I say, bring it on. It's real. So when you're kind of like walking your clients through, uh, trying to help them figure out what they want to say in their vows, um, Mm -hmm. What's some advice that you could give to people who are listening who maybe don't have the ability to hire you um, Mm -hmm. to help them with personalizing their vows? There is so much online. Um, It's it's kind of crazy how much there is online. And you it's okay to plagiarize and steal and just go on and, and scour I mean, there are million, million ways and techniques and suggestions on how to write your vows and use what resonates and maybe change some words. You know, you may, for example, let's go back to that generous statement. There might be something you read about, you know, I think he's so generous. I love the way you're so generous with me because X, Y, Z. And make it your own. I love how generous you are with me because, you know, you walk the dog every, or whatever it is. Make it your own. But it's okay to take take a lot of what's out there. 
Mm-hmm. The, the ceremony, the vows are actually the most important part of the day. And mm-hmm. it is what people will remember the most. And those 20 minutes or that 30, the 30 minutes are what resonates with people the most. It's more important than the flowers and the music and the venue and the food. It truly is the most important. So dedicate yourself to that. Make the ceremony and your vows a a priority. Spend the time needed, which is why ideally start to think about it eight weeks before so that we have the time. Or if you're not working with me, Give yourself that time because it's it's reflection, it's alone time. And if you're, you know, just going online to to get the most help there, just allow yourself the moment to to truly reflect on how you met, why you're marrying that person, why you love that person so much, looking into the future, what is it that you want to promise him or her? And so taking that that time and um, a side note actually is that there are studies now or research you know research things that I, I read online about more and more and more couples are writing their own vows and the late latest statistic I read is that it's 60 percent now which I think oh, is wow. incredible yeah I believe it. and you know, especially millennials, they they want ceremonies that are so customized to them and to who they are as individuals and as a couple. And to do pre-written, you know, if, if all you're doing is saying, I do, you know, or and there's nothing that is really your own, that it, that's becoming less and less the norm. So the fact that people want to write their vows, I think, is definitely more of an opportunity for me and more of an opportunity for people to truly express who they are to the people who mean the most, who are sitting there witnessing it. Mm -hmm. So earlier you kind of tinted at um, times for like how how long the vow should be. I think you said Mm -hmm. something like uh, your five minutes or something like that. Um, so when you work with couples, how, how long are you trying to get them for, uh, get them to take with their vows? Is there like a set time you're looking for? Or is it just kind of like go from your heart and go as long as it needs to be? Or, uh, that's, it's a really good question. So we, we determine ahead of time together in that first meeting with a couple, you know, what does the entire ceremony, what do they envision it? to be. And if, if they haven't even thought about it, then I will help them create that, that ceremony from the beginning to the end, or because I also am an efficient, so I can, I can do that for them. I can also work with their efficient to create their ceremony. So it's got to be the big picture. How much of that ceremony do they want their vows to be? Is it a really big part of it or is it a little tiny blip part of it? And we determine that together, ideally three to five minutes each. Uh, I just worked with, they were each writers. They work, they, they are writers professionally. They didn't even need me, to be honest, but they did come to me. And because they they are both such prolific writers, their vows were much longer than 
what I recommend, but it worked because their words were so, you know, so well written. And I did not have to edit much. What we really stressed on was the delivery because they were both petrified. They're mm-hmm. writers, they're, they're introverts. So, but, but their words were so incredible. I think they each spoke for eight or nine minutes and it was fine. It worked. But I tend to suggest three to five minutes. And in working individually, if I find that one has just gone on and on and on and on and the other is kind of short, I will I will make sure it's balanced so that mm-hmm. one is not, you know, two minutes and the other eight. And then we'll come to a, a meeting ground with neither one of them knowing what the other is going to do. It's my job to balance it out. That is such a great um, observation because I definitely notice when a couple, when we have one on one side saying um, all these lovely words and then we, we go to the next one and then it's like two sentences long and it's, it's kind of like, oh, well, I mean, I guess it, I guess it works for them, <laughs> but I, I think it's an important thing to, to consider. So one of the reasons why you shouldn't wait to the last minute, because if mm-hmm. you're talking about like, how can we prepare this so that it's a balanced ceremony, then, um, of course you don't have to say your vows then you want it to be a surprise, but maybe, Hey, my vows are three exactly. minutes long and then exactly. you can try to find a balance there. So I think that is right. definitely something to consider. So you talked about officiating weddings as well. Um, do yes. a lot of your clients, are they also people whose weddings you're officiating or? Well, this is, this is my, my challenge actually. So I advertise on the knot and wedding wire. And the only category that I could be put into was efficients. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, if that's the starting point, um, I'll become an efficient. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I, you know, so that is how a consumer will find me. They'll go to an efficient and then they reach out to me for that. And I said, well, by the way, how about doing your vows? So there are many couples who say, well, no, I just want you to efficient. Okay, fine. And then many others who say, oh, wow, I didn't realize this was a service. Sure. Um, but I get, I get a lot of my business from other wedding industry people, um, mm-hmm. especially wedding planners and actually photographers, because the photographer is one of the most intimate relationships you have with a wedding vendor. I think mm-hmm. as photographers, you know that you you get to know your couples, especially if you're doing an engagement shoot before. I feel that that relationship is very intimate and you're the one capturing those ceremonies. So very often my, my business will come from photographers. And so those, those are more the vow, the vows. And then the efficient thing comes from, yes, I mean, yes, wedding planners will recommend me as efficient. So it comes from a little all over the place, but in terms of advertising, (laughs) I had to be an efficient. (laughs) I love that. Um, do you have any examples you could share of any vows that you just felt like were really unique or blew your socks off that any of your uh, clients came up with? Well, it's interesting. So I worked recently with a couple and 
what really blew my mind is how similar their vows were, almost to a point of being scary. Like they, they each spoke about ordering Thai food together and, you know, going to Capri together and they shared their vows were so similar. And then, but one thing that I thought was really, really beautiful, they spoke about that first moment that they knew they were right, that the other person was right for them. And so I will actually read I'll give you, I'll give you this example by reading verbatim. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, here we go. So this is the bride. I fell in love with you fast. Some might say too fast. When we visited your family for the first time, we'd only been dating a few weeks and we flew down here to Texas to visit your dad who was in the hospital. Witnessing the way you loved and cared for him showed me a depth in your heart that I'd never seen in anyone. I fell for you in that moment, knowing a life with you would be filled with tenderness, patience, and understanding. And then in his vows, he says, and then only a few weeks, few weeks into dating, you flew with me to visit my dad while he was in ill health. You were so kind and sweet to him from the moment you met. Often when I'd visit him, I'd anxiously get distracted with work. But you were fully present in the moment and so caring, and it helped me to be the same. The way you were with him is the way I've now seen you with so many others, and how I know you'll someday be with our family. It's the way I've always aspired to be despite my failures. And I could see early on the way you were with my dad. I could learn so much from you. So you see, I mean, this, this was the defining moment Mm -hmm. and, you know, visiting that dad a few weeks into dating and that, I mean, I knew these about, I mean, I worked with them, so I knew I knew that but it was it was so wonderful to me that this was a the same defining moment to them and a beautiful mm-hmm. and beautifully said on both their parts. Absolutely. It gave me goosebumps and it just Aww. really resonated that they complete each other. <laughs> it was so sweet. Yes. Yes. Well, their vows are really beautiful working with these two and something I will say. So it's a stereotype that men have a harder time expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that I've had so many grooms whose words come to them so much easier than a woman's. And I also find that I sometimes, for example, I, w- I will have them do a draft and I don't care how bad it is, you know, mm-hmm. just just do this brain dump and write whatever you want to write. And I had a, I had a groom the other day. It was my first meeting with him and it was in person. And he read what he wrote to me. I started to cry. I was like, I cannot believe this comes out of a man's heart. And I feel that I feel that, I mean, the stereotype is, is 
no longer, it's no longer there. I think men in today's society, we've become, we've become both men and women so much more accessible to our emotions and feelings. And I think that's one of the reasons that couples are now so much more comfortable in doing their vows. And it's often the men who say, I wanted to write my vows so badly, I had to convince her or, mm-hmm. or the other groom or whatever to be comfortable doing this. It's really interesting. Yeah. I never would have guessed that. So do you find that with most of the people who are coming to you that they're both pretty open? Or do you, do you ever find yourself really having to coax it out of like one of the clients? I sometimes have to coax. Sometimes one of them has been so emphatic of, you know, I really, really, really want to write my own vows. And I've kind of convinced him or her to do the same. So then I have to, you know, I have to work a lot harder with the other person and, and get them to that comfort zone. And we, they look, if it's so bad that they really, are so uncomfortable, I will then say to the other, listen, I don't think it's going to work. Um, you know, let's, let's, let's figure out an alternative here to a ceremony that still is about you, but without you guys having to write. And maybe it's me as the efficient or the efficient that you've hired, maybe something that you've written that they can, they can say for you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really, it's really sweet that you would still try to incorporate what they wanted Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes I have to discourage some of the things that people want to say to each other. For example, I worked with a couple a few months ago who both of them wanted to write their vows. Both of them were really scared, had no idea where to start. And it's, it can be almost like a mini therapy. And, Mm -hmm. What came out of each of them, they were, they had met in, in rehab. They were former addicts and meeting in rehab. I mean, this is a really intense period of your life and their relationship has been based and built on their sobriety and they've had to overcome so much as individuals and as a couple and they've also, one, relapsed. Um, they've had several miscarriages. I mean, they, the, the trials and tribulations that these two have had to go through, and all of this came out. And their vows were, honestly, they were really dark. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where I thought, you know what, your guests are going to sit there and go, oh, my God, why are you getting married to each other? This is way too, uh, this is, this is just too dark. And so I had to go back and start over with them. And Mm -hmm. what, what I'm getting at is that, um, I get people to really divulge their very uh, innermost feelings. And for the most part, that's okay because we get to the nuggets of of their experiences and, and their feelings. And sometimes to, you know, a place where they're like, wow, I had no idea. I mean, one guy the other day, he was telling me about one of the promises was I promise to try not to get so frustrated with you when I get angry. 
and then he said, you know, he said to me, wow, you know, I realize that I'm really trying to work through this anger. And it's something I really, really want to promise her. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's kind of mini therapy. And what it does, it, it also sets, it's almost like guideposts for their marriage, for they realize, wow, I really, this is what I want to work on. And I want to become a better person. And I, I think this is a cornerstone of our future together. So it's, it's a really, um, working, working with me. It's, it's, first of all, it's definitely never, it's not stressful. What it is is cathartic and, and very opening, very eye opening into their relationship with each other. And, very often a couple will come back to me and say, oh, my God, I I had no idea how important it was to, to get to the core of who I am and what I believe in and what I believe in each other, you know, and it's, and it's how that person is really making me a better person and how I want to become a better person. Mm-hmm. And I don't... for. Any, I mean, Stephen and Jen, I don't want to come across as this. I'm not a therapist. I don't do premarital <laughs> counseling. Definitely not. There are people who are trained in this. Um, but it is it is a, a deep process. And it's not something that people will go, you know, will, will say this is way too intense or too deep for me. Not at all. We, we don't have to get to this. We can skim. We can... We can stay on a kind of a superficial level if that's where they want to be. We don't have to get to this. It is all based on who that person is and what they want and what they want with their experience working with me. So I'm just saying we mm-hmm. can get to that place, but we don't need to be. I don't want this to be overwhelming to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I have talked to um, with my couples and um, yeah, I'm, I'm just a photographer, but sometimes, like you said, we have an intimate relationship with our, our couples that, you know, I'll ask them what it, what is important to you? What it, and for those things, those should be the ones that you seek a professional for. Right. And I think this is something that's incredibly important. I mean, you are setting your promises to mm-hmm. your spouse. These are your, your first words. Um mm-hmm. To, to each other to establish a foundation. And I think that it's what you've said is just really encouraging. Um, and I honestly think this could help every single one of the couples that are mm-hmm. looking to get married um, in, in 2020. And so I, I think it was wonderful just to have you on the podcast and um, let people know, let our listeners know that this service is available. Um, Thank you. Um, so I, we do appreciate you coming on. Um, could you tell our listeners how they can find you? Absolutely. So my website is The Vow Whisper. It's also The Vow Whisper on Instagram. And my email is Tanya, T-A-N-Y-A, at thevowwhisper.com. Please reach Perfect. out to me on any of these uh, platforms. So great. 
Tanya, thank you so much for being on today. It was so wonderful chatting with you. And uh, we cannot wait to get this out so uh, more listeners can uh, find out about you and what you do. Thank you both very, very much. It was Mm -hmm. wonderful. Thank you so much, Tanya. Okay. Have a great day. That was awesome. It was really great to talk to Tanya and just um, hear about, it really sounds like the service she's providing is kind of like an exploration of yourself in your relationship and of the future of like what you want for your relationship. And I really loved hearing her talk about all that. Yeah, and for how many couples that we talk to that talk about personalizing their weddings, like what a better way to do that than to to make sure your vows really resonate with how you feel. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to do it for us, though, now here this week at Wedded Gen. Wow. <laughs> Was that even a sentence? Let's try that <laughs> Let's one again. Just leave that that's going to do it for us this week at Wedded. Where can listeners find us, Jen? And I will leave in my flub up. Don't worry well, about it. Well, I was it. laughing through the other parts. You have to. <laughs> If you want to connect with us online, you can find us at Wedded Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you want to join the awesome community of listeners, we're growing on Facebook. You can join the Wedded Facebook group. Don't forget to add your love buddies to the group. You can also visit our website at weddedpod.com. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wedded. I love you, babe. I love you too.